0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week I'm joined by my sister, Kat Pechen, uh, which is hard to say because I still am not used to saying her ma- or her actual new, new married name. Uh, But Dad is not here this week, and uh, well, he is, but he's too tired. So we're going to be talking about writing, uh, and uh, maybe some other topics as well. Uh, But before we start, just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making this all possible. They're an amazing math curriculum. Uh, We've used them for many, many years, and we'd encourage you to go check them out. But let's get going. Uh, as I said, I'm joined by my sister Cat. Uh, she is married to Josh. Uh, they've been married a couple years now, and uh, they just had a new baby. So, Cat, since you were last year, I'm not positive. It's been. I know the first episode was episode 19, which we were at 180 something. So that was over three years ago. There might have been one in between there. I'm not sure, but maybe give everyone kind of. Uh, obviously, you've got a new addition. Maybe kind of give a little brief you know, rundown of how that all went and how motherhood has been so far.
1: Okay. Um, well, yeah, we welcomed Adelie Irene on January 13th. She was, um, almost exactly a month early. Um, we weren't really expecting that, uh, pregnancy kind of took a turn of events there at the end. Um, and I was induced really quickly. Um, Actually, everything went really well, all things considered. She was born um, like 14 hours later or something like that, um, healthy um, for as early as she was. She did awesome. We were able to come home just a couple days later. And um, yeah, she's, she's done really well. We're definitely exhausted. Um, and you know, everyone says you're not ever prepared, and they're totally right. Um, it's definitely been an adjustment for us but it's been super fun and changed our lives for the better, for
0: sure. What's been the most surprising thing so far that you weren't expecting?
1: Um, I think initially it was just how tired I was. I mean, those first few days when you get, you've gotten like four hours sleep in like four days and you just don't even know mm. how you're functioning. I think that kind of surprised me. Um, other than that, I think maybe just... How all of your thoughts revolve around this tiny little person, like whether it's, you know, have they eaten? Do they need to sleep? You know, do they need their diaper change? Just it's just constant. That was, yeah, maybe a little bit uh, different than I was expecting.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like that that feeling is something you just can't. Is that the feeling of responsibility is just so constant, yeah. of like never ends. And obviously, all the moms here, you felt that. It's just it's a constant yeah. weight. Uh, but uh, it's definitely hard, but I feel like no one's ever can really expect it uh, beforehand. It's like, what are you going to yeah. do? I mean, there's nothing really relating to it, uh, it's super yeah. hard, to, hard to prepare. Yeah, to and to I'm,
1: a, I'm a pretty textbook kind of person. I like to have all my ducks in a row and be as prepared as possible and I definitely wasn't, but I don't think it would have helped even if I was. <laughs>
0: it probably would have just been almost more frustrating because it wouldn't have gone according to well i guess it was already <laughs> yeah. not your plan so uh but she's doing good and right. she is healthy and she's growing and it's she's super cute so it's it's fun <laughs> so that is number what are we at five now for mom and dad grandkids I yeah think, yep.
1: fifth grandchild so yep. it just
0: keeps 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 moving along that, that number will probably increase exponentially <laughs> at some point but um, yeah i'm sure Which So the topic today we were going to talk about is, and we've talked about it before a little bit with Kat, but I think it's been a long time and we really haven't even talked in depth about this in a while, is uh, writing slash all the stuff that goes around it because Kat loves writing and has done that and then also uh, she did in school as well. Um, So... You know, I think it can be a really challenging, hard thing for a lot of people. That's one of maybe the hardest subjects, which, you know, Kat didn't hate it ever. So it's not, you know, it's hard. It's not like she hated writing and then all of a sudden it was just like, you know, one thing just unlocked the key. And now she just loved it. You know, I mean, she's always been pretty, uh, pretty enjoyed a lot of that. But what would you say kind of, you know, helped you learn to love it or what appealed to you from the beginning? You know,
1: Um. I've always loved stories and I think that was probably the thing that made me want to write um, was just I love to read. So mom was really good at um, reading to us when we were young whether in school or you know just for fun. Um, We did a lot of read-alouds in school and so I think we were just exposed to a lot of good stories. Um, You know and even more than that like I remember listening to like Elsie Dinsmore on cons- cassette tape you know or reading the box card children like I just I loved reading and I think because I love the story so much I wanted to write my own I mean even as like a probably like a seven eight year old I remember starting little chapter books in my notebook because I just I just love the story so much um but I think definitely reading played a huge part in that
0: yeah for sure and I mean I feel like that is true. Is if you don't, if your kids don't know what the possibility of books can offer, and you know how great those stories can be, they probably will not really, you know, see the value in what writing can do. Uh, it's it's such a cool thing, but it is really tough. I mean. Do you I mean, because you never really had like, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to write down. But I know like some of my siblings that and for a lot of kids, that is the challenge is like, I don't know what to even start or where to begin. You know, it's hard Mm -hmm. to organize, which I think is can be one of the benefits if they can learn is it helps you kind of know where to even begin to put something down because that can be kind of challenging to organize thoughts or whatever, and then and then write it out. But I mean, maybe mm-hmm. kind of cover what it was some of the stuff you ended up doing at, you know, when you were, you know, that age. Uh, what did mom kind of do with you to help you uh, with the writing side of things?
1: Yeah. Um, well, mom used uh, Institute for Excellence in Writing for I think most of us at different times. Um, and I know for you guys, it was awesome. Like it helped you guys go from not being able to write or not wanting to write, you know, and being able and then, you know, it it taught you how and I think gave you a lot of confidence in that, um, you know, and took probably multiple kids from barely able to write a sentence to being able to write, you know, a paragraph or two on a certain topic. So um, I did use that for a little bit. But um, I actually really struggled with IEW because Um, I wanted the freedom to be able to write what I wanted to write. And it was hard for me that it was so structured, which again, to your point, if you have someone who, you know, maybe your kid doesn't know what to write, doesn't care, doesn't want to, um, it gives them the structure they need to kind of, you know, figure out the formula and achieve that confidence. Um, but for me, I didn't love that as much. I kind of wanted the more of the freedom. So mom actually let me kind of just write on my own for, um, probably a chunk of my, um, homeschool career, uh, just because, you know, I was, I was writing books at like 14, um, just because I wanted to. So one of the, um, other programs that I did use was called learn to write the novel way. Um, and that, I think that was when I was 14, um, actually helped me kind of put the structure to those stories because I think kids especially can can we're good starters we like to start books but like actually finishing it or knowing what to do after you know that initial rush of inspiration (laughs) fades away um so learn to write the novel way was really helpful just kind of helped me um you know structure it out a little bit more and actually finish something um and just finishing it really gave me the confidence then to go on from there um but then into stories at some point you do have to learn how to write papers or reports or some of the other not as fun things so um, in high school um I used a program called the power in your hands which was awesome for being a fiction writer I loved that it gave you kind of just like a snapshot of lots of different types of um like writing so Um, Like you'd start with like an opinion paper and then you'd write to like a persuasive paper and then you might write a devotional or, um, you know, a how to article or something like that. So it just kind of gives you a real good, like overview of lots of different types um, and can just keeps it a little bit more, um, I guess, entertaining or keeps your attention a little bit more because you're not just bogged down in the same, you know, book report every week for, you know, a whole year.
0: Yeah. I mean, It is hard because obviously a lot of kids, it isn't that thing that's just a fun thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is where I think uh, really trying to make it the subject matter fun, you know, was really helpful for me and my brothers that really... Uh, it did help. And I, I, and to be honest, like I didn't mind it too much. I mean, I've always felt like I had a lot to say, so it's easier to come up with stuff. If you're, you know, I think a little bit more talkative, if you're, you know, some of my siblings who were a little bit more, not quite as uh, outspoken. I think they were the ones who didn't really feel like uh, they enjoyed it much, but you know, I think, I think Institute and Excellence really did help just because it kind of gave them, yeah, something that they could, you know, like use ly words or just some simple hacks that kind of help uh right. you know Who which clause <laughs> yeah exactly make it a little bit more uh sound you know sound good uh just yeah in general i think it was really helpful if you just need something yeah. to give you actual practical guidance um uh, yeah, i think totally. that was really good how important did you think do you think like grammar and slash spelling is to all of that i mean was that something that obviously uh-huh. i think you enjoyed both of those and you know which, on the other hand, like, yeah. dad and most of us don't care at <laughs> all, so. Uh.
1: Yeah. Um, I, to be quite honest, I didn't do a lot of grammar. I think probably, uh, you know, I did a couple things here and there. But, um, again, I think it comes back to reading. Because I read a lot, I think I kind of naturally knew what made a good sentence and what didn't. Um, same thing with spelling. You know, I could kind of... Envision how words were spelled because I'd read them a lot. But if you have a kid who doesn't like to read, that doesn't mean a lost cause, you know, and they won't ever be able to do grammar, or spelling, or anything like that. But honestly, you know, with with computers and phones, I think spelling has become something that even if you're not the best speller, you can get along pretty well without it. You know, like like you said, Dad is not a great speller but he's an author who you know provides for his family by the books he writes and in his case you know mom is his proofreader reader and editor and you know so that works out fine but um I feel like with with the technology we we have it's probably not as mandatory at least for writing specifically um and then grammar um again like I said if you read a lot, you kind of know what makes a good sentence. But also, um, I actually tutored um, three boys uh, after high school, and their grammar. Um, even though I hadn't done it before, I found that I was able to learn some of it super quickly. Like I'd never diagrammed a single sentence in my life, and I learned how and was able to teach it to them in you know a day or two. And I think that just kind of proved to me that as an adult. I was able to learn it really quickly when I needed to. And, you know, I was okay not knowing it before then.
0: Right. And I mean, a lot of that is, I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot of intuition with that once you understand, yeah, Mm -hmm. how, how, you know, what a good sentence is. And that's something I actually think was really helpful is one, you read aloud aloud a lot, much to the annoyance of all her siblings (laughs) as little kids. But, uh, but also I think that's something I always thought mom did really, was really helpful was you know if she was proofing one of our uh, book you know or something we had written she would read it out loud like um mm. Welcome to the smiling homeschooler. Po- you know, like, and she would really highlight where it didn't make any sense or was super uh, poorly written. And I've done that now, like when I'm reading uh, with uh, like my coworkers, when they'll be like, "Hey, how does this email sound if we're gonna send something, you know, to someone?" I'll just like kind of mm-hmm. read it out loud like that, and and you can re- it becomes very obvious where the stumbling blocks are because it's like you know, yeah. I would when I would do it, I'd be like, "Well, you have to say it this way, and then it makes sense," you know, and it's like, "Well, mm-hmm. it's probably because I." Didn't 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 really put it together super well um but obviously yeah, that's that that comes true. in in time and, and is something that and that was the other thing is like i was a terrible speller i mean if you looked at my my we, my parents made or i don't know if they made us but we did a little travel journal when we were first traveling a lot and like <laughs> I, I mean that. it genuinely what it looks like medieval times i'm guessing like. You know, I mean, it was Uh, I probably couldn't even read it now if I could go find it somewhere because it was so bad. But, you know, as you start writing more as an adult or, you know, uh, teen, college age, whatever, you just kind of have to learn some of that Mm -hmm. just because you start using it all the time. Um, But we did lots of different spelling classes and stuff. But, you know, it's it's just hard to remember it all. Um,
1: And I think I think, too, you know, moms worry a lot about, you know, what are people going to think if they can't spell or they don't use the right grammar? And, you know, that's probably a a fair fear. I think most moms probably feel that. But uh, my previous job, I, you know, read emails from coworkers all the time. And I was always shocked by the fact that, you know, they would use incorrect grammar all the time. And, you know, they're executives or, you know, high up in this company. And that didn't diminish their ability to do their job well. And no one really cared except probably for me because I know that
0: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah no kidding or if you just want to feel better about yourself just go on like any like reddit or uh facebook marketplace <laughs> right. or something like that and you just read how white people write and you will feel much better about your child if they can even put two sentences together so um, yeah
1: that's so true yeah and I two mean, I think oh, don't go for it I think some people actually probably most people are just word people or they're not i'm a word person i can see words i think in words some people are numbers and some people are science and some people are shapes you know and i think it's okay just to kind of accept that your kid might not be great with words they can learn you know what they need to know to kind of get by or you know learn a little bit more than they do now but it's okay if maybe their talents are mm-hmm. in you know in nature or in knowing a lot about animals or any of those things it's okay if if they're not going to be the right. you know the grammar race
0: and that's where you know if you can get them to the point where i think it's just more about being able to function versus being <laughs> enjoying yeah. it or being fun. i mean that's the same with like a lot of people want their kids to be able into public speaking or not you know and it's just mm-hmm. Realistically, either your child will probably be fine with that and do pretty good or they might get to passable where they can at least if they ever have to say something to a little bit of a group, they won't just like pass out or something, you know, I mean, you're probably Mm -hmm. not going to turn a child who hates it into this eloquent, you know. Uh, speaker. And it doesn't mean they can't ever learn or grow or I anything think. like that, but it's that same idea of, you know, you're not going to be able to make every kid the same in, in terms of, right. uh, which is why, why home's going so awesome. Um, mm-hmm. was, the- and even
1: with that, I feel like, you know, I hated public speaking. I mean, I'm never have done that ever if I could have picked, but, um, once I graduated high school and got a job when there was a situation where I had to, you know, teach other people or, kind of give my spiel in front of other people you kind of just do it you know as an adult you kind of realize what you need and it's not as scary as when you're a kid
0: Yep, and that's the whole like the again what's more important than the academics and all that is hopefully is teaching the ability to learn on your own so Mm -hmm. that someday you can teach yourself when you need to learn how to diagram sentence to teach someone else or whatever or to just character to be able to do what's needed when when they're presented with it Uh, but yeah, yeah i mean absolutely yeah. I mean, I've interviewed and worked with a lot of people and the average out there is very, very low, <laughs> but everyone always feels a lot of pressure that everyone else out there is, is super good at it. But I think, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I, what I did it, it was a little, I mean, we did institute, as I said earlier, um, what really I think helped me a ton and I didn't really write a ton during school that much until later on I did, uh, I don't even remember. It was maybe like American literature or something. It was probably some kind of literature something or I don't remember what specifically for (laughs) my college uh, stuff that I was doing some credits that I was taking a CLEP test or something to the effect of that. And what I had to do, it was like you had, I'm making up the time. I don't remember exactly, but you had like 40 minutes to write two essays and they each had to be like 500 words or something like that. And then you had, you know, 45 minutes to write a little bit longer one with, um, citations or whatever. So, and then would give you a subject you had not really ever heard anything on and you just had to give an opinion on it. And then the other one was like, it would give you some research stuff and then you had to cite it and do it. But you know, that, that was like a little daunting at first, but then as practice, I was literally like, it'd be like, what is your opinion of burning flags? And then you would just literally just have to come up with something off the top of your head and just write it down. Weird. And I found it super fun because it was like, You have no real in-depth thing. You have like five minutes to think of some arguments one way or the other. You just jot it down, and then you just start writing something. It doesn't have to be good. It didn't have to be amazing. Like I mean, to pass a test, it does. But for just general practice, it doesn't have to be anything. And I thought it was super fun. Um, And then I've also heard, (laughs) yeah, something mom suggested though was if they do write, just don't even. Really, do anything about it hardly. Like, don't, you know, you don't have to give them like tons and tons and tons of feedback. Just, you know, say good mm-hmm. job. If they write something decent, just let them write it and not feel terrible about it. As I mean, you can prove it some and show them maybe where there was some, you know, additions and stuff, but or changes, but uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect every time, uh, I think is really helpful. Yeah. Um, I think I that's so true.
1: And I think, I think if you, uh, you as the mom, if you're a good writer, I think that can be especially important. I know I probably failed the boys they tutored by by overproofing because I am a writer, but uh, I think that is so true. Like, you know, even mom, when I, because I had, you know, when I was writing when I was young, I made lots of spelling mistakes and my sentences were incomplete and run on. and uh, But she just encouraged me and made me feel like I was a great writer. And I think, you know, if you can give your kids the confidence where – they feel like they are smart and they can write a sentence or write a paragraph. I think that's half the battle right there.
0: Yeah. I think that's where, you know, like if you light a fire, uh, you see that spark and you see it start flaring up. I think it's really easy to either one to purposely or not even intentionally, but you smother it out by covering it up and just start, you know, you just put the fire out by putting too many rules, or too many, you know, too mm-hmm. much proofing, or whatever it may be and or you think you're trying to fan the flames, but you're just overwhelming. Uh, yeah.
1: So you just, uh, but pressure. if you can be
0: very careful, intentional about it. if you see the spark just let that spark grow and bl- just blow on it very gently and like if they if they're enjoying mm-hmm. writing at any level it doesn't matter if it's about video games whatever <laughs> if that's you know if you want them to write some, let them do that and maybe that is what it is maybe you just need to find the topic you know every topic's not going to be incredibly meaningful and deep but just let that um, that's something that I really appreciated and made a huge difference in my life and I think uh, your kids will appreciate that too if again they may not even acknowledge it now or notice that but down the road, I think that can be really, really helpful. Um, but maybe Kat, we can, uh, I'll let you get back to your baby here in just a minute, but, uh, what, what is it that you did write and maybe tell people kind of what, what it was and what they can, can get them.
1: Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, I started writing like an actual fiction series when I was 14, I believe, and published the first one when I was 16. Um, but it's, a series called The Maidens of Maladone. Um, it's medieval fiction for like preteens and young teens, um, you know, knights, horses, The Fifty Shades of Grey of
0: going basically, you know, just kidding. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> not quite. No, my my goal was to write stories that were pure and wholesome because I kind of ran out of that content. That was my favorite genre as a like teenager. Um, and I kind of ran out of the good stuff. And so I just decided to write my own, um, to write what I wanted to read and what I knew my mom would approve of. Um, so yeah, that developed into a three book series. Um, I am working on a fourth one, but I have a lot less time now than I ever did. So we'll see if uh, that ever, that ever gets finished. But, um, you, if you're interested, you can purchase them on dad's website, um, Um, And yeah, like I said, they're just pure and wholesome and lots of adventure um, for your your young teenagers, um, all in a medieval kind of setting.
0: And it's a great deal. I mean, you can get all three, it's only like 26 bucks, which I mean, you know, you go to Barnes and Nobles and the average uh, book is, you know, probably like 10, 12 bucks just on its own. So uh, that's, oh, yeah. a, that's a great deal. And again, yeah, you can go to Family Man web or if you just go to Smiling Homeschooler and click on the store, uh, it will take you over to the same link there. And then it's under books and books for girls. Uh, so definitely encourage you to check them out. And people have loved them. And mom and dad were just talking about at dinner how how many moms buy them when they're at the convention just because <laughs> they're just looking for something they can trust and that isn't going to be... Um, yeah. And they don't have to worry about, you know. So I think it's yeah. definitely encourage Absolutely. you to do that. Um, but. Yeah, so, I mean, Kat, I really appreciate you joining us. I know you're busy and tired, yeah. so it's always nice. Dad should fun. be back next week. He, he got home yesterday from uh, Nebraska. Uh, he was at the State Homeschooling Convention there, and then he is leaving tomorrow for Maine to do, like, three or four events right in a row. So he's this is his busy time of year, and he was just overwhelmed and tired, so we thought we'd give him a, a week off. Uh, so I appreciate you being here. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Again, go check check out Kat's books. Um, Also, if you ever have a topic or a question you would like us to cover, you can message us over on Facebook. Uh, We try to see those and get to those. Um, Also, you know, tell other moms about our podcast. I mean, that's a great way to help encourage someone else is just to let them know what encourages you. Um, And then also, again, as always, thank you to Teaching Textbooks. Uh, Kat, did you ever do Teaching Textbooks?
1: I did. uh, Several years, actually. They were probably the only way I survived math.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They are the math curriculum that helps you survive. So I think uh, they're an amazing curriculum. Everyone in our family at, at this point has probably used them at least some, if not their entire time for the younger kids. And it really is... I mean, it changes it all, and it's so good. So, there's a free trial over at TeachingTextbooks.com. We really appreciate their support, and tell them that we sent you, and that you appreciate them uh, supporting the smiling homeschooler, because that's always, always great. So, uh, but have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.